everybody, before we get into this week's episode, um, we would just want to say a few things about kind of what's been going on the past few weeks. I know we're not the, uh, you know, conversation starters or anything like that, but uh, we definitely want to acknowledge uh, before we get into this fun, lighthearted episode, which was recorded um, before the protests and before uh, the murder of George Floyd. So we just want to acknowledge um, both Michael and I, who is also here, um, kind of what's been going on these past uh, couple weeks with the protests and the march um, and to say that, you know, we fully support it. Uh, we've been doing our part. Michael's been out there feeding the protesters. Uh, we've both been donating and protesting and signing petitions and, and sharing as much as we can on our social media page. Um, and also at the same time calling out <laughs> Nashville Hot Chicken uh, restaurants yeah. who haven't been, you know, doing their part. Because it um, is a lot of them. It is a lot of them. It's, it's it's you know, a couple of them, I think, saw our post and, and did something. But there are a lot of Nashville Hot Chicken places. And obviously we've talked about it many, many times on the show, the story and the origin of Nashville Hot Chicken is embedded in the culture of the black community in the South. Um, they are the creators of it. And a lot of p- different races uh, outside of the black community makes a lot of money off of it. Um, and this is the time more than ever to speak up about that. So that's one area of expertise we can talk about because we did see like a lot of them did not post about anything or weren't you know, saying they were donating to the cause or anything. Uh, they were pretty silent. So we, we wanted to call attention to that as well. I think a lot of people are uh they they just don't know how they can help aside from going out and protesting as well and aside from being there and showing up um you can sign petitions you can educate yourself yeah you can uh, i started a meal relief fund in los angeles for protesters so i've been making meals uh it started with just 10 a day but i think we're we're up to almost 200 meals so far it's been under a week we just raised over a thousand dollars um and so we, we're just cooking meals, sending them to the front line. It's really easy. It's not something that you necessarily need anything big for. Just just make a bunch of food and bring it out there and give it to everybody because everybody is super gracious. Um, just do everything yeah. you can to support this movement. Yeah. And, and don't think something that you're doing is too small. You know, there's people out there with one person protests on the corner of their white suburban neighborhood. And things totally. Like that. But those are the places they, that need it the most, honestly. Yeah. And, and that one person can change everything. Yeah. And then something else you said, I think the most important thing, especially for the white community, obviously we're two white guys. Yeah. So, you know, we don't have the uh, nothing near the experiences that the black community has gone through. So, um, you know, take anything we say about the subject with a grain of salt, but know that we're doing as much as we can. But I think the one thing you said that it's important is educating, educating yourself, educating your family. I come from a very racist neighborhood. Um, yes. I, I have, you know, racist family members uh, uh unfortunately to say of course um, yeah so just I, I educating... feel like a lot of people who are white have racist family members yeah and this is the time to talk to them and call them out yeah and it's something to yeah exactly just to educate them to have an open conversation to know where they're coming from because that's where you came from you know i was i was raised to be racist there's no doubt about it but you learn and you educate and that's literally i think the most important thing uh in this movement it's something that black lives matters is trying to raise attention to aside from the police brutality and defunding the police, which we also support. Um, it's, it's educating people so that, you know, we, we, we take the racist school system and we turn it upside down and we make sure people learn about black history the way they should. Um, we acknowledge the fact that this was stolen land built by slaves. Um, there's a lot of atrocities that white people have to have to apologize for. And even though it wasn't them and it was generations before them, I think that's kind of the, a lot of white people mentality is, is get over it. And it's like, well, 
it's been the last 400 years and it's still going on. So it's not something right, exactly. they should have to get over. Yeah. Um, and even though you're not a part of it in a certain way, there's still a lot of racist uh, tendencies that people have that they don't even realize they have. So it's just educating yourself and realizing um, why people say Black Lives Matter because uh, it's an important movement. And um, we just wanted to acknowledge that before we get into this week's fun-loving episode. Yes, definitely. Um, you can check out links in all three of the bios, Michael's bio, at Michael Walker with three R's. Um, you can help out his movement to feed the protesters. Uh, I have a link in my bio. I hate Eric Wilson. Uh, that gives you a list of uh, places that you could donate to that divide your donation amongst um, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, ACLU, uh, a bunch of those types of organizations. One thing this past week, I I have been missing like podcasts and, and that kind of stuff. I, I've been missing like hearing fun, lighthearted conversations mixed in with everything that's going on. Sure, um, yeah. So I'm happy that we can come back, but I want people to know that um, you know, as much as we're trying to make you laugh for the next few weeks, because obviously we're going to have to record some episodes while all this is still going on, because it's going to go on for a very long time. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited to, you know, be able to have these moments where we can, you know, have a lighthearted laugh. And I, I, I basically, I don't want people to feel guilty about laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on still. And I think a lot of, especially white people are going to feel guilty about having a, a you know, a bright moment in, in all this darkness. But as long as we continue this movement and we follow through with it and we make actual change and I think, you know, sticking with it past these next few weeks when protests are still going on, uh, I think is one of the most important things. So we're happy that we can bring you a little joy in the in the, in the darkness. Yeah, definitely. This is definitely a very silly episode. This is a fun, silly episode, too. Yeah. So uh, and we have a, a few uh, silly episodes planned after this, too. So, um, you know, don't forget to smile. everybody, welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Michael, it's June. We made it past... Oh boy. We made it through May. Well, we made it through March, April, and May, if we're talking all of quarantine. Um, good on us. We survived that part of it. Now, that's actually frightening. I would have never thought that it was going to go until June. You know, I was like, maybe June, but I mean, this looks like it's going to July at least now. At least. So... It's been fun. It's been a fun journey. <laughs> and uh, we are continuing this week, even though it wasn't planned. We're continuing small business week. I don't know. Well, it's to make up for that first business. one, our first blunder that we when we messed up. I mean, it wasn't a blunder. It was just a shitty place. Well, so not technically a small business. It was like a ghost business. But it was small. <laughs> so were the tenders. That's true. Um, That's what matters. But this week we are continuing with a uh, small business before we're going to do like a good run ne- uh, towards the rest of this month uh, of, of bigger businesses. We, we said we're going to do Chuck E. Cheese yeah. with Kale Hills. Uh, we're going to do Spago with Luke Oh, Mull. yeah. I can't wait for that. That's going to uh, be crazy. We're going to have uh, we're going to do uh, Foster's Freeze, which is going to be our summer episode. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so we got some good episodes planned up and this one is kicking off a great month. Um, and we hit up Hot Chicks, which is a local spot. Local, de- define local. I mean, it's in Glendale. That's yeah, local. that's not local to me. I'm in West Hollywood. 
Okay, well, relax. Uh, <laughs> and joining us for this adventure, there are the comedians and hosts of Why Do You Know That podcast, Steve Slaga and Nadia Osman. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Nadia and I were both pausing, trying to figure out who was going to speak first. <laughs> oh, it's, it it's is so hard. much fun to record in quarantine. The- Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. The slight delay. Like, actually, it is. I have noticed it's been a, ni- a bit nicer to edit because, like, you don't have anybody when someone steps over each other. We're all in different well, places. So you can't hear yeah. each other on each Nadia, other's mics. Nadia, normally, uh, that right Nadia normally keeps her hand on my knee and squeezes whenever it's not my turn to talk. <laughs> so it's a lot harder to figure it well, out. How do you know yeah. right now? It's got to exactly. be so hard. Hush, hush, dear. You're like a living marionette. I'm, like, trying to squeeze <laughs> yeah. the air right now so you get it. That's how I know. It's because I see her hand. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, so before we get into the place, I want to talk about your podcast uh, for a little bit first. So you guys have you guys have a podcast where it's I don't listen to many podcasts, but I love podcasts that where the guests are just there to learn from a very specific or a very not even specific, just whatever the topic the podcast is like Joel and Joel Spence and Deb Tarika. They have why this album is very, very important to me. Um I just like people passionately talking about something they love to hosts who just like are good listeners and good, you know, conversationalists. See, that's the right word. There you go. You nailed there it. There you go. It see, only takes two tries. Yeah, it see? only takes two tries. Improving rapidly. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about your podcast and, and why I like it. <laughs> um, well, you like it. I, I can take the I can take the second part of that. You okay. like it because because we're so good. Yes. Uh, and interesting. Uh, we're very we're very well trained hosts. Not to mention extremely hot. You yes. Can't, yes exactly. You can't see it because you're listening to us, but we are very hot people. Yeah. It's a sexy. Podcast. You can hear it. You can hear <laughs> it. Uh, That's I mean, what podcasting I think, uh, needs more of is sex. Yeah. yeah. Adult Step aside, Conan O'Brien. Straight up clinical discussions on sex. <laughs> <laughs> we take the sexy out of sex. Um, I, I guess it got started because that was kind of like the uh, that kind of like the the, the cohesive. Uh, uh, the, what keeps me and Nadia's friendship together is just a love of dumb bullshit yeah Uh, so it was it was natural that we wanted to do a podcast together and then uh rather than get tired of sharing stories with each other it just seemed to make more sense to have some uh funny friends on yeah have the guests supply the content yeah absolutely like the one of the big uh glues that has kept me and steve friends forever is just sharing stuff where it's did you see this thing and it's always some piece of obscure pop culture or celebrity news or something that the one of us just discovered on a whim from somebody else. And Mm -hmm. I realized, oh, we can't be the only people that do this. And I always find it exciting to talk to somebody who is either obsessed or very much into or know something that I don't because they're going to be sharing that information with me in a way that gets me excited, engaged about it, as opposed to if I'm sharing something with them, uh, if I'm just explaining something to somebody like, sure, maybe, yes. But I'd much rather hear somebody else be passionate about their thing and go, oh, interesting. Tell me more. I would love to hear about that. Yeah. I think you, you actually just answered the second question, why I like it. It's because the guests are coming from a point of passion. And that's when the conversation gets good. That's when they start getting to the nitty gritty of something so mundane, like 
Pokemon Red and then, you know, taking a deep dive and, and you know, really getting it's into also, it and, and making you care. Yeah. And it's about, we always ask people to uh, think about the most weird niche thing that you know, because so many uh, podcasts out there, it just media opportunities, mediums, etc., do mm -hmm. uh, cursory glances at things. And you could, and there's other ones, there's so many other podcasts that do stuff where it's just movies or just this specific TV show and episode recaps or yeah. this, or, you know, going into some other kind of medium and talking about that ad nauseum. But for us, I realized, no, it's not just that I love this movie or this album or this book or something. It's also that I love incredibly specific weird knowledge and talking about it for hours on end. And I know Steve does too. So yeah. it's a real, it's a real bitch for us to brand though. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I'm sure, I'm sure there's so many episodes and it's really impossible to like name a definitive list, but what are some of the probably coolest things that you've learned through the show? Uh, oh, balloon fest 86 is a big one I was about for to me. Say, I was going to say balloon fest also. Balloon was... fest 86 is my number one. With guest Katie Willard, and what it, the the short version of this too long didn't read is uh, <laughs> in Cleveland, Ohio, in 1986, the United Way nonprofit org decided to hold a giant stunt where they it was like one million or two million balloons into the air as just oh, like a way great. to raise awareness, and everything went wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything that could go wrong <laughs> went wrong, <laughs> and I, I I love a good disaster. You know? Sure. So that's a big one for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, any story that just when you tell it back every step of the way, you're just like, why did they do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. Why did, but why? And just uh, every. How did every they part, get to that turn. point? Exactly. Every <laughs> every turn, there's another stupid decision being made. And we love that. You know, I was going to say, I also genuinely love talking about jazz saxophone with Nick Weiger because uh, he's so passionate about it. He was in a high school marching band and had so much to say about it. And brought clips, which I love when somebody's oh, wow. talking about music specifically and has uh, music to bring to the table. Mark Rennie did the same thing with the not Dolly Parton, not Dolly Parton's discography, specifically Dolly Parton's story songs, like country songs <laughs> that are stories, but just five of them from Dolly Parton. And I was like, this is perfect. I love that. That's great. I just listened to uh, Dolly Parton's America, a podcast that they did like an eight part oh, series. Yeah. It was so good. I'm, not, I'm usually not into narrative podcasts. Man, this was so good. And I, I mean, I love Dolly Parton to begin with, but it was pretty interesting to learn some of the things I learned about her. Because she's America's treasure. She's fascinating. She is. So if you guys were a guest on your own podcast, what would be the topic you guys would bring? Mm. Um, I, know, I, would, I know I think what Steve would say, but go ahead, Steve. Well, I think I think Nadia knows that for me it's between two, but I bet she knows what the two are. Yeah, go ahead and list them. No, you list them. What are, what's it between for me? Oh, this could, well, this uh, could get, uh, go bad. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the MTV's The Challenge. Yes. That's one okay. of them. Okay. What's the other one for you? Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The, the movie, movie Rock of Ages. The movie Rock okay. of Ages. Um, the movie, but I would obviously have things to say about the musical sure. as well, because the musical is pretty You got yourself horny. a two-part episode there. It really does. <laughs> uh, two-part episode where I'm the guest of yeah. the podcast I co-host. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, oh, I've been telling Nadia for over a year now that we're going to have somebody on 
to talk about MTV's The Challenge because <laughs> I I can't do it myself because that's that'd be gauche. I feel like I was more Road Rules than Challenge. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I mean Road Rules kind of evolved. Yeah, into that's the it. Challenge. it would, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think I ever watched I Road Rules. I I used to watch the Real World versus Road. That's the Challenge, right? That's when that all started. Yeah, when it was challenge. Real World. Yeah, okay. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Now it's not even just real world or uh, yeah, they had like Big Brother people on. Big Brother, Josh from Big Brother's Whoa. a major player. They bring in a lot of international. Uh, at least half the cast is usually from like really popular. It's like the um, Super Smash MTV. Brothers of reality shows. Yeah, it is. They're bringing in people from X on the Beach oh. and Love Island and uh, MTV UK. Crazy. It has like a really popular uh, stable of trashy reality mm. as well. And so the challenge has kind of now done this war of the worlds among the countries it's just <laughs> it's huge because also at the same time like ct is there like ct is still there yeah i uh i love big brother but if someone were to ask which big brother castmate would be on the challenge i would not have said josh no and he is i mean the this worst. is his third season he's He's a he's a dream for production oh, because he's not going to win, yeah. but he's going to make sure he's there and causing. Yeah, a, but that's what they said about Big Brother, and he won Big Brother. That's true. It's there's this guy Wes who's been on the show for. I like love decades. Wes. Is he uh, from Austin? So Wes was in Austin. Yeah. Wes hates Josh. Like Wes oh, sure. is like a it, Wes is like a powerhouse in the yeah. game, and Josh is garbage. And Josh just walks God. around the house, always being like. Wes and I have this rivalry. We've got Wes. Wes is always trying to get me out, and Wes just is always telling him, "I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about you." Josh like, thinks he's he like not. part he's part of some inside joke, but he's not. Yes. They, they just don't like him. Yeah, that's how it was in his season over. too. Yep. Um, yeah, that's Josh. Man, I, I think Austin was the last real world I watched with Wes, and then that guy got like jumped and had to get like orbital eye surgery. Oh yeah, Danny. Yeah. Danny, Danny, Danny of Danny hot. and Melinda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Nadia, what what would your topic be? <laughs> yeah, Nadia, you can jump in too. <laughs> I I haven't seen any of MTV's a challenge, so it might end up being like a six part. I haven't course, watched the challenge just either. Just explains it all to me. <laughs> just, um, well, you just go. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh ropes oh. challenges. Oh really? Cool. Cool. Another ropes challenge. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I have a few. I bet Steve could guess at least one. Um, the opening of the Toronto Sky Dome, I feel, yep. Yep. Is, is a big one for us. That's Nadia. specific. Yep. yep. Uh, Are you Toronto Canadian Sky or Dome. just love Canada? Or? I'm not Canadian. I just, the, again, I love disasters is what okay. I love. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, Nadia uh, loves not not natural disasters, but man-made, yeah. like gigantic, colossal man-made moments. <laughs> yes. I, I love like that. hubris. Cool. Mm -hmm. When hubris blows up. I love a good Icarus flying too close to the sun story. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Because that bitch got what was coming to him. And that's every yeah. time it's just so satisfying. It's so satisfying when somebody gets what's coming to them. And boy, the people that, that uh, tried to open up the Toronto Sky Dome when they did, they really had it coming <laughs> to them. They, they did a, a live broadcast of the opening of the stadium with a retractable, retractable ceiling on a mm -hmm. night with super heavy rain and th thunderstorms. So, you know, you do the math. 
It's great. It's roof. on YouTube. Please, please. The show must go on. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Alan Alan Thick was involved in some way? Wasn't he like he was one of the co-hosts? Him Toronto and Andrew sweetheart. Martin. Andrea Martin. Wow. Oh yeah, Toronto. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Did they? Were they like the? Were they like the? Um, fuck the Bob Costas of of Canada, doing all the different <laughs> events. It's always Alan Thick. It's like it's just when they can't get Catherine O'Hare and, and Eugene Levy. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Exactly. they, they yeah. went for Alan Thick and <laughs> who was the other one? Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Martin of course. Yeah. Of course. How could I forget? Oh yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into this week's location. Uh, as we said, it's another small local business. It's called Hot Chicks. It's in Glendale, California. Um, we wanted to add one more small business onto this, uh, you know, run of businesses because we're in quarantine. You know, support the local businesses. Yeah. I did hear a rumor. We're recording this on Thursday. I did hear a rumor that tomorrow they're announcing that restaurants might open up very soon. Wow. Like dine-in restaurants. Don't know how that's going to work. But, How do you uh, guys feel about that? Because I think a little the tender hesitant. friends should still probably hang out at home for a little bit. We will still be home for a while. Yeah, <laughs> good. That's good. I'm glad we agree on that because we haven't talked about that. Start- and if you were like, "We're going," I was gonna be like, "No, we're not." <laughs> I- I'm starting to, to, you know, fuss with the idea of maybe we can start recording at least us two in the same room together. Yeah, I mean, I was more energy. Yeah, I was thinking a little but, bit about like starting know. to open up my circle. Have you guys yeah, done yeah, that yeah. at all yet? I mean, I I'm perpetually living before coronavirus. I would I already had a bubble of five, so it's really no different for me. Okay, well uh, I like, but I understand nobody. other other people seem to other people seem to be missing their social lives. I just like I literally haven't seen anybody. <laughs> I've I've never I haven't left my I leave rarely leave my house. I don't even go grocery shopping. I've tried to go on if not daily walks, I go for walks around the neighborhood. I've done some shopping like groceries. And yeah. it's only very recently uh, that I have started cooking and baking and then I'll make some extra and then start texting people mm-hmm, who want mm-hmm. some. Yeah. And then I'll do a little handoff. And yep. apart from that, that's like the only real way that I've seen people is us dropping off goods for one another. Yeah, that's what I just I if you've been following this saga, I got six pounds of yeast on accident. Um, so I, which is a lot of yeast. So I've been just like bringing yeast to people now. Um, today was oh, my first like I'm, round. I'm sure, I'm sure people are, are loving they that. They love though. it. It's everybody's a- into their, everybody's into their starters. I'm the only days. person that has yeast, baby. <laughs> um, that's so that's a lot of yeast. Yeah. It's that's just so too much. much. I have four that's pounds. A lot left. of yeast. I've given two pounds away. I have four left. Um, but it was great because oh my God. I, I just did a nice so valley like loop. The- and I landed at Hot Chicks, so it wasn't that bad. Nice. Four pounds of yeast is uh, still a lot. Yes, I have no idea what I'm gonna do. That literally, like, I w- I don't even and know like, how many bagels that could make. I mean, typically, it's like all you need for one recipe is essentially like a little packet that mm-hmm. they sell at the grocery store. Like, if you're using active dry yeast, it's uh, I think the equivalent of like less than a tablespoon. It's like, like a yeah, quarter, like a tablespoon and a half, something like that. It's two yes. and a quarter teaspoons. Two and a quarter teaspoon. And yeah. I think there's a hundred so, packets in in each two pound bag. I think it might be even more. So yeah, I have like um, two. I have at God. least two hundred packets. I started with like three hundred packets. That's go, crazy. How did crazy. you? Did you just order the wrong amount? Did yep. they ship no, the wrong no, no, amount? no. I ordered. It was. I I bought it the week everything went nuts. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is gonna go on longer. So I'm gonna buy it and I'm just gonna wait. And I did. 
Um, I bought it and I bought it at the exact wrong time because everything went nuts and it got lost in the mail somehow. Um, and I guess they must have sent Amazon because it was like a third party distributor. They told them that it got lost, but it really didn't get like too lost. They found it and then it ended up at my house. And then I don't know what happened, but the distributor must have automatically sent another one, which then also got lost and arrived. And then like another one appeared five days after the second one appeared. Wow. So over the course of a month, I got six pounds of yeast just showing up at my door. He's West Hollywood's little yeast fairy now. I am. Yeah, you should just be sprinkling just leaving it all door to door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should just be tossing it, yep. tossing it out the window. Yeah, I go. You should be driving out the car, throwing handfuls, <laughs> just, like the patron saint of quarantine, just blowing yeah. it into. Yeah, when there's a when there's a nice heavy I, wind, I, I go outside with a handful and I just toss it up. Just beads of yeast everywhere. Yeah. It's I, beautiful. Uh, I do want to give an update on my sleep schedule, something that we've been talking about throughout quarantine. How how have your guys' been sleep schedules been okay or no? It's bad now that I went wild. backpacking. Did that change something? You went backpacking? I didn't sleep at all. Oh. And then I've been fucked. But we talked last week. I went backpacking for the first time in the wilderness. I've not. Yeah, done how that was before. backpacking? It was fun. It's just really fucking hard to like fully commit to sleep when you're out there the first time. Is it hot? No, because it's like you're in the fucking middle of nowhere and there's like animals all over the place and like it's just really hard to Did commit to. Did you see any like, animals? Uh, Ellen said that she heard something walk through our campsite like so a dog like thing. Which like like it, like she could hear like it like shook its ears. So it's probably like a wolf or a coyote, but nothing too big. Mm, I see coyotes in Los Feliz. Right? Yeah, that's not that's not that special. But ever since I can go then, camping on Russell. I yeah, you should. I some people do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's you, true. You should. Uh, yeah, church. ever since then, I, my sleep schedule has been totally fucked, and I feel like you. Uh, well, my sleep schedule. I, I'm on day three of a normal, somewhat normal sleep schedule. The past two days, I've gotten up at six a.m. Nice. Last Whoa. night I went to bed at eight thirty. Night before I went to bed at seven. <sighs> so now I'm hoping to go to bed at like ten. Responsible. Um, so it, it's it's getting better. I'm sure it'll mess up again because we're still in this for another month. But yeah, I like to appreciate the times when it is. But I will say that today was the first time I ordered McDonald's breakfast in years because <laughs> I was up What'd so early. Get? Well, that's the interesting thing. Yeah, I would love, I love to know their what hash you get. browns. Okay. I was like, I'm gonna get I was like, I'm gonna get three hash browns. I was like, I can't just deliver three hash browns to my house like a crazy, <laughs> crazy person. I was like, what else do I want? I don't like their eggs. And I had pancakes the other day from House or a French toast the other day from House of Pies. And I don't like their pancakes. So I was like, all right, I'll get I'll try their chicken things. They have like chicken breakfast things. Oh yeah. So they have oh a, yeah, they've got chicken biscuits. They have a McChicken biscuit and then they have a chicken McGriddle. So I got both of those. I'm not a fan of the McGriddle. I always, all these years, ever since that shit came out, I was like, I'm gonna try that one day. And that was today was the oh, first, this was time, your I first time I ever tried it. And I'm not, uh, I'm not into it. Nah, I don't need these big ass pancakes on my chicken. Yeah. I think if you pair it with sausage, it works. Yeah, because, oh, okay. it's like, great with sausage because you're basically eating pancakes and sausage. Right. You need yeah. the savory I feel like you need to like of the sweet. Split it in half. You need to like yeah, fold it. It's a lot. It is. It's an. It's an intense combination. Yeah. It's not something that was meant for human consumption, frankly. <laughs> and the fact that it's still around these many years later. It was I just chance that we found out it was. Yeah. yeah I, I question our behavior, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> the fact that but, it's still like a bestseller. I did love the. Uh, not love. I didn't love anything. Um, but I did like the. Uh, 
uh, McChicken biscuit. That was good. They have they have a good they have a pretty good morning biscuit. They used to have the Southern style chicken biscuit, and it was the best. And then they. Took I mean, that's away. basically what this was. No, but it used to be like a better piece of chicken and not a McChicken. Oh burger. yeah, these this chicken was like a giant chicken nugget. Yeah, nah, it used to be like a real chicken breast, just like pressed. Oh baby, chopped meat. Um, let's get into hot chicks. So, when did you guys order? This is important to my. You don't even know the stories I have, guys. You were, you're like, how could you have stories, <sighs> guys? Oh my god. When? Yeah. When? Did when you, did we order? When, when did you eat? Yeah. And this is important to your stories. Yes. <laughs> I need okay. to know now. He has um, stories, Steve. He has stories. No, I don't even I'm th- know, Steve. I'm I'm thrilled that there are stories. I just I I didn't think that this would be the number one most important question, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's interesting. Um, I got mine today. Right when they opened, I ordered uh, okay. through Uber Eats at 3 p.m. Yeah, I think they're only on Uber Eats. Yeah. No, they're, I saw them on everything, but none of them delivered to me. So. Oh, interesting. I only saw them on Uber Eats. Yeah, I didn't see them on DoorDash, so I'm on your side, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ordered about when they opened, so about the same time. Today? And then... Yes, today, and I called it in to go pick up because I had to run a couple of errands outside anyway. So I figured, well, might as well. And um, sure. I, I, you I, called I, it in. I called it in, and then That's I you called and spoke, you called and spoke to a person. I love I that you did. did that in this climate. Is it because of in quarantine? this economy? Yeah. Are you okay? How do you feel <laughs> now? It, do you feel sick? Do you have a fever? No, 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 no. And I also feel like for me, I, uh, I, not to be super conspiratorial or anything, but I just truly don't totally trust Postmate, Uber Eats, et cetera, drivers. Like if I was in that Got position, it. you know, I, 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 I don't think I'd be given my uh, 110% nor, nor why sure. should I? Nor sure. why should they? So like, I drove Postmates. I ate someone's fries once. Just oh, saying. Oh wow! Um, you want to know something? Where I was in my life, where I had to, where I was in a position where I had to be delivering somebody these French fries at three a.m. because I was so desperately broke. It I might just, have been honestly, me. Honestly, <laughs> I honestly said, you know what? The universe is only fair if I take some of their French fries. I car, I cosmically deserve them, and I don't feel bad. You're the reason they um, tape the bag shut now. Yeah, possibly. Good. <laughs> then you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Pioneer over here. Uh, no, it, Nadia. It, I just thought it was interesting that you called because you can still. I'm, I figured you could still do like an online. Order yeah, that's up. what I did. So oh, I, was... I, I tried to do that and I couldn't okay. figure it out. So then I called. So what I've been that's... doing is if, if I'm ordering food, I've been trying to order from your local restaurants because support mm. local businesses during Hashtag this time. Local. Hashtag local. And um, as a, when I do it, I always like go online and try to see who's got a website that works for me to just order everything online. And okay. it's like a half and half. I'd say half the time they've got a setup that really works uh home state shout out to home state yeah they're just cool they're popping during this they're doing really well well because they're like a market too right setup yeah Yeah, they have a they have a market setup and um pantry items that you can buy as well as uh a a limited version of their menu that they normally have and it's great you can just go online click some stuff go pick it up 
the end. Uh, not everybody set up that way. Right. So then that's when I realized, ah, I need to talk to a human and I hate this. Yeah. I <laughs> thought you chose talking to a human over using yeah. the internet. And I was just no. like, oh, what is grandma's getting you? some chicken tenders today. <laughs> We're all lonely you during this quarantine. All. The chicken just tastes better after I've line. spoken to someone. <laughs> We're all craving for a little social interaction. It's okay. Can we wrap this up? I gotta I watch the news. <laughs> Um, Michael, when did you order? Uh, I got it today as well. I ordered it online right when they opened. Uh, it said that the the earliest order was at 2.30, and so I set it for 2.30, and I didn't get there until like 3.15. But they did text me at 2.15 saying it was almost ready, and I said I was late, and they told me that it was no problem and to let them know when I was almost there. So I did. How sweet. It was very nice. Here's where, th- here's where things went bad. So I ordered yesterday. Yeah. And this is why I ask and why it's important to know when you guys ordered. I ordered yesterday at about 7.30. Okay, got here about 8.30 last night. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, let's just, let's just dive into it. So I got the two chicks and it came with a side of fries. Yeah. What did, is that what everyone else got? I think that's I like got the, the, the special not so fries or whatever, the tots with all the shit in it. Okay. I got uh, I got the chicks with fries and I got the whatever like the one above not hot is like kind of oh same yeah that's the same level I got as well yeah Uh, I got the one that's one tender and one slider Mm, good and fries and I got the person that I'm living with uh, chicken as well they got the same deal but they got a hotter version of it I think I got level two. Uh, because and this might be too much information for listeners, but uh, I have like a canker sore inside my mouth. So cool. I was like, oh, cool, last- cool. Yeah, my yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Bad week to do so many people just shut this off. They were like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I I ruined, I single-handedly ruined this podcast. <laughs> Ten different, that gross podcast. Um, <laughs> but I didn't want to get anything that was too hot lest my mouth uh be truly on fire sure, not sure, just yeah, sure. from the sensation of the heat but from the literal pain that it would cause okay so let me let me run you guys through my situation here i ordered the two chicks i got them country the plain ones that came with fries and i got an additional tender i got it the not so hot the second level just to be able to try one that was a little spicy sure um when your guys chicken came or when you picked it up was there sauce on the chicken there was, yeah. There yes. was a, a yeah. drizzle of sauce over the chickens. Yes. Okay. That's the first issue. I don't eat that kind of shit. I don't need sauce. I hate mayo-based anything. I hate all that stuff. It was like a mayonnaise kind of. Yeah. Like a mustardy kind of, like yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I it felt was the same way. Such... I opened it up. I have never been more disappointed on this show, to be Here's frank. Here's why I am hesitant to back you but then do back you first of all i'm not done so there's nothing i need you to back me with well no but like about the sauce though i like the sauce is not photographed that's okay exactly exactly that's what i was gonna say is it's like the the version on their menu is not covered in sauce it's just exactly by itself with the the fries and then you have options in the menu to add sauce or to get different sauce or whatever i didn't expect to open a box and have all three tenders covered in this yellow yeah. glaze of whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel you So super on that. disappointed because automatically I can't eat it because I don't eat that shit. Sure. 
So are I you ha- anti dipping sauce or are you just saw like you're he only uses ketchup, human, but I'm basically sauceless. I can do ketchup. If it was like a drizzle of barbecue, I would have sucked it up. Um, but I don't like mustard. I don't like mayo. Those are two things I just cannot get behind. And um, I couldn't tell you if this was mustard or mayo exactly. or both. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's I, really interesting consumed, yeah, about this one. Yeah. I consumed both of them, and I still don't know what it was. Yeah, so. It was so. that uh, old Mr. Show sketch, Mustard Ayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just aioli? Was I, it aioli? Yeah, I, I feel like it was just it was just some sort of aioli, some sort of mayo-based kind of thing. But regardless, I, like, I just couldn't do it. The I feel like it would be their I've comeback sauce, done right? That, it was basically their... I assume their version of the comeback. We'll get into it in Sauce Corner, but I... The only time I've ever, ever had mustard or mayo knowingly was when we did the pizza with Ghost Pizza Kitchen. And that was yeah, just because right. we were literally in a kitchen baking pizza, and I felt weird being the only one not eating a pizza that we all just made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, I could not get behind. So basically, of the three tenders I ordered, I had about an inch and a half of chicken. <laughs> so that's the disappointing part I like part that for measurement. Me, right? It's like, okay, well, you know, that, that's, you know, that's your own weird fault that you don't eat the sauce. So, like, what do you, uh, you, you're not getting any sympathy from me here, right? That's where you think the story's going. But the sauce is not pictured, I agree. That's right. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Absolutely. That's something they need to fucking change if they're I, listening. I, yeah. I think, put just put that on the side. You get a drizzle all over the fries and every the, the bread was soaked with it. I mean, and I don't what? think it's even Come listed on. in the description of the of the item. It's not. You should have seen how shocked I was. <laughs> I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Oh, I'm scared for you. By the way, this isn't the, this isn't the bad part. By the way, just so we're clear, this isn't the bad okay. part. There was a human okay. hand in my food. Uh, what I the uh, picture? I don't see any sauce in the picture. So we are all correct. However, the description of Naked Chicks does say, two crispy tenders topped with our secret sauce and pickles and your choice of one side. Uh, Vito. Just saying it says it. And I didn't, re- I didn't check, even look at it. I'm going to check my calculation just to prove you wrong, even though you're probably right. <laughs> Nadia, what, what is your devil advocate? So when I went to go pick it up, uh, it took me a second to realize where it was. And uh, I don't know if it was like this for you, Michael, but uh, when I walked over, it was basically like a tent setup. So it was a pop up mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, I am going to provide a little bit. I don't know. I would provide more leniency towards a pop up versus a brick and mortar. Cause oh, because it's like coming out of the. Is, yeah. Yeah. Because like. Eh, you never know. And it's not like they, even if they have a menu, even if they've got a limited number of items and whatnot, it's, I didn't get anything on the phone as far as like, I think they said, do you want everything on it? And particularly the sliders, which to me meant they were kind of checking in. No, I would have had to have known like, oh, there's a weird sauce that I don't want, or I don't like pickles or something like that. I would have had to like, you know, maybe pay attention to the menu more, but I think that because it's a pop-up situation, and then maybe they're experimenting. Maybe they're just trying to like fi- figure it out, see if people like the idea of the sauce. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily drizzle. Well, sauce if that's if the it case. I'm here to report. We do not. On on Uber Eats, it's the same picture. However, it does not have the same thing in the description. I was just exactly. About to say, it says Uber two fried chicken tenders on one side. Mm. So that is where it goes wrong. So this pop-up maybe yeah. needs to pop down a little bit, get it, <laughs> figure out figure out what it's in control of, and get back to us. 
when they can handle Uber Eats and can handle. The <laughs> yeah, delivery. I just feel like that's such a big. That's such a big thing, like to have this. They don't even mention the sauce, and then you open up the tenders, and not only is there sauce covering it, but you don't even know what the fuck the sauce is because you didn't expect it to be there. It sounds like a clear miscommunication. For I sure. never need anything to be called secret sauce. Yeah. Like, just tell me what it is because what I want to know is, do I want this sauce yeah. on my thing? Like, and it's always man, it's almost always mayonnaise and Thousand Island yeah. or something else in mayonnaise, right? It, or or honey mustard and, and barbecue. It's always just two things mixed. Just tell me what you mix. Yeah. Where were you when you realized that aioli is just a word for fancy mayonnaise? Tell me what you mixed, please. <laughs> this was about two years ago. During this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the minute I found out it was fancy mayonnaise, I felt like I had been lied to. Yeah. I was much too old to, I should have known better. It's just but another reason I why I won't eat it. I think I always just knew it us. was. Oh, really? Because I feel like, I feel I like saw that's... it at a wedding and was like, that's just fancy mayonnaise. Aioli is you certainly a wedding, a wedding food, a wedding dip. <laughs> An aioli tasting. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first issue. Okay. And that honestly, this is the least I've probably ever eaten from any place because of the situation at hand. Okay. So you didn't want to just like brush it off or like it try was, to eat. I mean, it was so covered it was ev- everywhere. It was everywhere. Okay. It was. It was. Um, they did put it all over it. So yeah. They didn't I, I, I literally was able to like chunk off like one piece from each of the tenders, the spicy one and the regular one that I could eat and like get an idea at least for the tenders. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, I can't do because I didn't I was like, maybe I'll just suck it up and just try the sauce and it'll be a huge moment for me. You know, growth moment. This would be the, the, the movie moment for me. Uh, but the sauce smell was so bad. I just couldn't. It certainly had some mustard in it. So I can see where you yeah. would not have liked it. it th- there was right. Yeah. Cause it, I could it, this one. And even like, Ellen said like, she was like, this is like a mustard. Like it's not usually yeah. like that for. And I have lot. borderline mustard phobia. So borderline not going to happen. You have uh, mustard phobia. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's borderline. I've got Jemmy I've on the better. challenge. Jemmy on the challenge has a fear of uh, ketchup. Oh, really? I, I could fuck with yeah. ketchup. It becomes a huge thing. Somebody squirts ketchup at her, and she has a meltdown. She almost leaves. Yeah, my uh, my friends in high school used to chase me around with mustard packets. That's crazy. I mean, and mustard is, like, it's a bit presumptive to just slather mustard on a chicken tender and assume yeah, I want it. It's a yeah. stank flavor. Yeah, particularly mustard. when you have ranch, you have barbecue sauce, you have other options. Uh, and I'd never slather. I'd never, if I owned a chicken finger place, I would never slather any sort of sauce on it. I've already made it hot chicken for you. Yeah. I'll let you decide what you what additional toppings, seasonings, slatherings yeah. you might. That's true. Want. You don't yeah, see I princes or Howlin' Rays doing that, you know? Like the I don't the... know if it was mentioned at the top that it was like this is like a Nashville style hot chicken joint. Yeah. So it is a little weird that they would just put a sauce on it when that's not really the thing to do. It's like you have yeah. the you have the sauce on the side to help cool down your mouth, I guess. Anyway, Eric, what's the second problem? So, okay. So after I ate my little chunk, I didn't want the food to go to waste, so I gave it all to my roommate, Phil. Mm-hmm. Okay, friend of the pod. He's been on. Uh, and I literally, like, I, I was tired at this point because it was close to my bedtime. It was like 830. Oh. I, just, I hit, ate my piece, whatever, and I, then I went out there and I just put it on the table in front of him, and I just went back in my room and, like, fell asleep. Okay? This is like 9 p.m. I'm in bed. I'm sleeping. I'm snoring. Sleep all night, wake up the next morning, 
Uh, we lost Michael. Nah, I'm here. It's cool. Uh, sleep all night. Woke up the next morning. Talked to my roommate, Phil. He's like, were you sick last night too? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, he's like, I got really bad food poisoning from that fucking chicken you gave me. No way. Oh, no. So, I know, look at the dread on your faces. What have Uh, you done to us? I know. Mind you, this is a place we wanted to do for a while. We've been very excited about it. Their Instagram looks great. Their menu looks great. So, I was like, no, I didn't feel any. I didn't get sick at all. I had no stomach pain, no cramps. I mean, obviously, I went to bed right after that. So, maybe I was sick in the middle of the night and I just You only ate an inch. Well, that's an it. inch and a half. Inch and a that's, half. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was like, I, and, and I told him, I was like, I didn't really eat it, any of it. <laughs> like, um, I uh, it's like that episode of Parks and Rec where Tom or where uh, where Ben and Ron get really bad food poisoning, but Tom didn't because he's a foodie. He just takes pictures of the food. Oh yeah, from the that's basically what I did. I just took whatever, pictures yeah. for our Instagram of the food and then gave it to Phil, and then he got sick from it. So he was. He said he was up till three a.m. throwing throwing up. Whoa! He threw out his back because he was throwing up so much. <laughs> oh God! He said, and this is this is why I asked when you guys ordered. You all ordered around the same time, so honestly, you're all. If if one of you gets it, you know, Godspeed. You're all going to get it. Oh um, Lord! Way to bury the lead. Uh, yeah, th- I, oh, I told thank you. We are so far into. This. I was up front about. I had some stories. Okay, so he said he was up all night throwing up. He's fine now. He was able to eat like later in this afternoon, um, but he was up to like 3 a.m. throwing up. So he said it was about six hours after he ate. Well, I'll know in like an hour to two hours, I suppose. Yeah, same. Yes. Um, so in advance, I apologize if that were to happen to you. Hopefully the next day it doesn't happen. I, but forewarning, apparently it happened to him. He said he didn't eat anything. He, he said it happened about three hours after he ate it. I said six. It happened about three hours after he ate it. He ate something else three hours before that. So I, I feel like it had to have been. No, I mean, food thing, poisoning right? can set in 24 to 48 hours after. Yeah. And the last time that I had food poisoning was New Year's Eve going into 2014 or 2015. One of the two. And uh, I, it is either the culprit is either... Um, older greek yogurt or a big in and out mm. burger and fries or both or they could have both. Come, they could have come together <laughs> a war and i started to feel sick somewhere in the middle of curling my hair for a new year's eve party that evening sure so i ate like the last time i'd eaten was like i don't know three four i started to feel sick about seven then and i was definitely I, I should not have gone outside. I was like trying to help a friend get into a party. Like I, 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 I had no business leaving the house. I rallied for about 45 minutes and then went, fuck this. I'm going home. Good night. So my body at this current present moment feels okay. I think I'm going to be okay. There's another person in my house that ate this chicken as well. They haven't said anything yet. Yeah, he said it was about, he said it was, time checks out about three hours. And you said it was about three to four when you first had it. Yeah. So, okay, so you might you guys might be in the clear then. I mean, again, I was fine. Maybe it was something else he had. Maybe he just had a quick bug, or maybe he just, I don't know. He drinks a lot. Who knows? He could have been drunk. You feeling okay, Steve? Um, well, I'm fine, and I mean, this is not the best review of hot chicks, but I know I'm fine because I know that uh, it's no longer in my system. <laughs> okay. 
I know. So it's quick mine's moving. Already, that's, that's, mine's that's already great passed, to know. So uh, <laughs> uh, I I chose kind of hot. I chose one up from not hot at all because I don't do spicy food. But I thought, you know what? what this place also. is called Hot Chicks. It's a it's a chicken tender podcast. I'm going to I can I can handle kind of hot. I'm no, you know, yeah. kind of hot. I could do because that's kind of hot. This is far too hot for me. Um, I it was it was yeah. Um, I had stomach. Even the kind of hot was kind too of hot, hot was way too hot for me. But I finished, and then I had okay. I had uh, stomach pain almost twenty minutes after, and about an hour after that, I had uh, learned that I don't I don't eat hot stuff for a reason. It's mm. because I don't have okay. I don't have like decades of of uh of like building up any sort of like tolerance or joy for right anything hot. Yeah, yeah so whenever i eat something spicy even something chicken fingers called not that hot to my palate it's like a, a newborn babe has uh, had had something spicy for the first time <laughs> to your credit it the kind of hot you know we've had we've had helen ray's hottest we've had a lot of hot chicken on the show uh the kind of hot was still yeah. a little spicy oh, yeah. i thought it, yeah. i it was pretty spicy for just being the first spice. Given level. your guys' terrible experience, I got to say, I really like mine. <laughs> Good. My other problem, and what also could have had to do with it, was because I had mine delivered, and this could have to do with uh, your roommate also, because mine was delivered and it took an hour, it was not fresh out. It was not fresh out the kitchen oh, when I yeah. when I had mine. It was. De- it definitely, I had to heat it up a little bit, and it definitely could have been, could have been warmer. And you. You know what's funny now that I think about it? So it took about an hour to get to me too because for some reason the Uber Eats driver had two deliveries that they were doing on the way. Of I think that's delivery. a COVID thing. Like I get it. It's yeah. busy right now, but like, ugh, you know, you're inconvenienced. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I posted um, on the on our Instagram, Tinder Friends Pod, uh, the the order screen from from my Uber Eats that and then like previewing that on, on Monday we're doing Hot Chicks. So the Hot Chicks Instagram account messaged me while the order was still being made and they were like we're going to tell the kitchen to throw in something extra for you and then all we got was food for <laughs> did you get anything extra what no. an ominous message was... to say <laughs> we're going to throw in a little yeah. something extra for you like was there a wink emoji after too like it was just I, I told the kitchen to throw in a little something extra and then i was like <laughs> okay i even went to one of my roommates and i was like hey i think this chicken place is going to send us some extra chicken if you want some and then they didn't, and I was like, "Oh, yo, okay. what if they're part so of a chicken a regular order I paid and for. they don't like us?" And they were like, "Finally, like, yeah, we'll send you something extra to get rid yeah. of the fucking tender." Like, we'll friends. take out this fucking podcast finally. <laughs> I want to know more about uh, the yeah, chicken then, underground. Oh, we've we have stories, we have stories. We're 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 trying to get an eater uh, expose article. Uh, Is it called Tendergate? We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, Tendergate 2020. Where's your chicken coming from? <laughs> Uh, I will say that they gave me, uh, you can decide whether you want to cut this part out or not. They asked where I I had heard about them. And I said, actually, I am eating this for a review situation. And they said, well, here's 10% off as your first order as a a customer when I got there. And I was like, you really didn't need to do that. That's okay. And I tipped generously because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, that was very nice of them to do. But that doesn't affect my uh, ruling here. They were very nice on Instagram. They they've been following us and they they messaged us and and that's how we found out about them and we've been excited to do them. It's unfortunate that this is what happened. I I have nothing 
else to point to what could have been his sickness other than to say that, you know, the four of us feel fine. Obviously I didn't eat a lot and I had my own issues with the sauce. Um, but let's get into the points here because we're almost an hour into the show and we haven't given <laughs> one point. Um, so I, let's power through these points here. First off every week for this uh, show, we're giving a Postmates mm-hmm. point or Uber Eats point or DoorDash or caviar or whatever yeah. you use uh, because all these people are out here delivering food to us and they delivered food this week. Uh, so that's one I, point. I think they there. deserve an additional point for being a parking lot pop-up that's on Uber. Like they're surviving as a parking lot pop-up in the middle of the pandemic on a service where you can order it from. That's insane. I mean, so is Hot Mother Clucker. So are, no, I mean, there's another, Hot Mother hot Clucker is a, a brick and mortar. This isn't a brick and mortar restaurant. You didn't go there. Yeah, it's literally. They have a huh? tent too. And they're not a tent. They're in. They're in a a, a ballroom. Oh, they're using a kitchen of a like ballroom. Yeah, that is that a makes sense. Outside is. It's in like the. It's in like a Burbank conference we drove, center where like they have like. I drove behind it. Okay. Yeah, I was confused getting to it, but all you can see is tents when you're there. So I just assumed they were making it. You didn't see kitchens outside, right? You didn't see. It's fryers tents. Or anything, it's all right? like white tents. It's all inside of a white tent. So. Yeah, I think I think they're actually in the building. Huh. I right? don't know. It says they operate. It out could of be that in that building. kitchen. I mean, you could see like a door, I guess, but I you couldn't really see if that's where everybody was or not because it was in the tent. Hmm. Either way, eh, for that point, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, you guys have to tie break that one. I think that they're not a full restaurant, and that's cool. They're like literally a, a pop up right now in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's the Amidst- weakest explanation for a point. Oh, really? We didn't give Dave's a a street pop up point. We didn't give you know, any of the you other. You already pop-ups. said we're doing. You're you're doing this episode for uh for you know, or you're doing a series of local businesses. So yeah, I say give them a point for being a local business and doing their best to uh to be open and provide. Yeah, fuck it. That's something we we haven't given that point at all. And now you're gonna bring up that. Point. Yeah, because this is the <laughs> only place that's that doing it out now of tents. Want... The last place we went to was Umami Burger. So what? All right, and then uh, what did we do last week? They're all out of either a ghost kitchen or some other big kitchen. This is somebody who's... I'm not giving them a point just because they have a tent. You try to run a business right now. You wouldn't be able to do it. A lot of people are doing it. It's hard. I know. So we should give them all points. That's what the Postmates points yeah, for. I, I don't know. That's what the Postmates points for. I think you're for. just sour. It's for being open and delivering during a pandemic. I mean, I guess it depends. Po- points not actually for Postmates. Do you guys normally, when you're rating, do you normally take into consideration, like, if you're only counting the food, then yes, I, I agree. You can't count We take into consideration, like, their story or if they've come up recently and had, like, a huge expansion and they've been growing rapidly or they have a really interesting story or, like, Sonic, they created... Oh, wait, hold on, sorry. So you think being open in a Russian banquet hall in the middle of a pandemic and doing their best to push chicken out every day is not interesting? (laughs) Uh, The... I, I got I a vote point. Given the fact that we host a Chicken Tender podcast and this is a, episode 141, it's not as interesting as it sounds. I no, really not. disagree. I with don't want to use my authoritative power here. You have never no done authoritative before, power. Who the fuck do you point. think you are? This is half my show, okay? And I I, I don't think I can get behind this point. I don't, that's why I said it's a tiebreaker. I, can you do a half point? Well, I think that they, that point combines with the Postmates point. You know, I don't want to fight you on points, and usually I don't. But, you know, come on. This place gave my roommate food I, That's totally separate. We, I, I don't know. Whatever, fine. Don't give them a point. This, how would they settle this issue on the challenge? Well, we would have to go up to a yeah, bridge. Sure. Get the ropes. This might be a challenge rules situation <laughs> where... <laughs> All right. I'll allow it if we flip a coin. All right. Um, 
That's the only way I'll do it. I have a coin. I also have a Tamagotchi. Oh my god. <laughs> An old Tamagotchi right. flip. Uh, have I have a dime. <laughs> Wait and see what the top bet on what the Tamagotchi evolves into and then you can <laughs> <laughs> retroactively give it the point in in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Let's meet up in 18 days. Uh, all right. Heads point, tails okay. no point. It was a good flip. Head head point, tails no point. Head point. Fine. Woo! The fates have spoken. Whatever. <laughs> the coin gods. That just means I'm going easy on the rest of the points then. Because I had some other points I was going to give, but now I might have to rethink uh, how far I'm What a petty little tender place. boy. What do we think about the menu? Obviously, it was just chicks and sliders, and they also had an option for another additional tender if you wanted one, which we always yeah. love. And normally, I would give a point for that, but it was five fifty for. Whoa, an extra really? Tender. On their website, yeah. it only says four. Well, that's because it's uh, on the Postmates app. Damn, that sucks. So five fifty for a tender, and even four. Yeah, that's too much. I feel like is a lot. Is that? Um, so, do we want to give a menu point or a quantity point? <sighs> I say no because something that was slightly disappointing was the sides options. I was like, I'll Whoa. eat fries with hot chicken. That's fine. But then there was uh, like crazy fries or I figure what the better than fries, I think is what the official menu name is. Uh, and then yeah. there was mac and cheese and coleslaw. And I was kind of hoping for either more potato options or a Texas toast. Like a potato or, salad. Um, a potato salad. If you're going to do multiple options, that or I just want sort of an in-and-out style menu, meaning like it's just yeah. burger and fries. Like if it was yeah, just yeah, chicken yeah, and yeah. fries, and those are your choices, and fuck you, I, I can appreciate <laughs> that. I respect I respect yeah. an authoritative fuck you as far as menu choice options go because <laughs> you've taken out decision-making for me. I no longer have to think about, well, I don't know. Maybe the mac and cheese would go great with it. True, and, true. I either want all the options or no options. So. I struggle. Like, uh, so, yeah. so Nadia, it's like on 30 Rock when Jenna gains a little weight and Alec Baldwin's like, you either have to gain all the weight or lose all the weight. There's yeah. no in between. <laughs> yeah, you this, exactly. this menu needs to be like best fish, fish tacos and Ensenadas where it's literally just fish taco <laughs> yeah. is the only thing on the menu. Yeah. Or it needs to be so 17 pages long that Gordon Ramsay would get pissed off at. Yeah, I want a cheesecake <laughs> factory menu. Yes. I, I had a really want, hard time choosing a side. Few, yeah, like I want a few more options because I found out the, the person I got fr food for, they got the better than fries or whatever they're called. Yeah. They weren't fries. They were tots. Well, yeah, they're not. They don't claim to be fries, Nadia. They see very clearly they're better than fries. <laughs> it's true. They're better than fries, fries. I would not have guessed tots because tots are not better this than fries. This place has been misleading on two counts now. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. poutine. I'm just saying, yeah. had tots been a potential option, I might have gotten tater tots rather than what I got, which was shoestring fries. Ah, they also didn't say what kind of fries. Agreed. They didn't say what kind of fries. They could have had a waffle. They could have had a curly. They could have had a steak. That's fair. They a waffle Yeah, because great. in the picture, it's like egg or something. Yeah. That's the better than. It's like a poutine style, and then there's no, an egg on it. No, but even just... The even just the fucking, even just the picture with, with there's no fries. It just shows you egg and, yeah. and all that. Egg, like, gravy, what, and cheese. What are we getting here? I did get it. And it was, I liked it. I thought it was experience. pretty good. I This is what I made the decision today, too. When I was looking at the menu and I saw that it had the fries, the better than fries, and the mac and cheese. I think I decided from now on, whenever there's an option like this, I need to pick the weirdest one, regardless of if I don't think I'm going to like it or not. Because we need to know what it tastes like. Because I knew I wasn't really going to love this. And I didn't want it, but it looked weird as fuck. And I was like, well, I have to get this. Uh, and it actually I ended think up it being is, pretty it's good. It's your journalistic duty. Right. Yeah. yeah. We have, yeah. And yeah. it ended up being pretty good, uh, to be honest. 
Um, the fried egg, though, still, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I necessarily want a runny egg next to my Nashville hot chicken tenders. It's just too much cholesterol. That, it, no. Here's, okay. If the chicken tenders were served with a biscuit, Ooh. a southern-style biscuit, just as we were talking about with that McDonald's thing, the egg, I think, would be ingenious. But as it stands... It's just the tenders, or it's like a hamburger bun for the slider, which I True. had, or like like a mini bun and tots. It's you had a mini bun. I had a flat out slice of white bread. Wait, I, had I had white a bread for of... the tender, but then okay, yeah, I yeah. got a slice. I got a thing that was one tender, one slider, because a I lot see. of hot chicken places that I've been to. Um, the chicken is often just a tender, but they've like put it on a sandwich. This was like different chicken. It was like chicken breast or like they, they cut up the chicken different or it was another part of chicken or something or they're cooking the chicken different. Uh, but it was not a, a, another tender. The tender I was okay with, but like on the slider, it was like a little mini chicken sandwich. But huh. I, I may be jumping ahead here. My point still stands. Had it been a biscuit and egg situation, that makes perfect sense to me. I think that's great. The fact that that biscuit is nowhere to be seen makes me question uh, who are these people and what do they want from me? <laughs> and will they come for me in the middle of the night <laughs> as part of their underground plans? I mean, after this review, I don't feel safe. <laughs> that honest. is interesting though, that you just brought that um, up. I didn't realize that the sliders were completely different chicken. It's not normally like that at a place like this. No. Uh, d- did anybody else get sliders? Or am I, the one I didn't. I just got I to- should have. No. I think no. I think I would have enjoyed a slider more. I'm, so yeah. I will I while I did not enjoy what I had, I do think that knowing what I know now, I could go back, make a different order and enjoy it. Sure, sure, sure. For me the slider yeah. flavor was good. Like it was a I think it was basically them putting like coleslaw and pickle on the bun. Mm-hmm. That's I what I that, needed. I wish that it had been a tender though, as opposed to the as opposed to the other chicken. I wish that it had just been another yeah. tender in between that bun, make the bun a little bit bigger, um, and eating it that way with a little sauce, I would have been very, very happy. That makes sense. I agree with that. I And I also agree with that. I almost was like, maybe I'll just order again, and I'll just put in the special instructions, sauce on the side or no sauce or something, just so I can get a better feel for this. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It was almost yeah, $30. You get one shot. The yeah, one thing that, yeah. yeah, the thing that pisses me off the most about that is that it just sucks that it doesn't say it on Uber Eats. Because, you know, for me, for me, yeah. it was like, all right, I didn't read it. But for Uber Eats, it's like, it straight up just says crispy tenders. Yeah. Or just put it in the picture right. and then I'll know. I can, or put it in as an option, no sauce. Now, what do we say about quality, though? That's, that's the hard question because we can't definitively say that that's what food poisoned Phil. However, it did happen. And I think that the food, I think that the quality of the chicken was really great. It was great meaty chicken, um, and it was really juicy. So I would give it a quality and a juicy point. But I don't know. I, I would back. Okay. Those. I would back yeah. those as well. Yeah, I think that the quality was there. It was definitely not uh, what I I refer to as snapback chicken, which is that you know when you pull a tender apart and it feels like it's gonna fly yeah. and hit you in the face because yeah. it's so fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, like KFC, unfortunately, or we used to be whatever. A like a Vlasic, like a Vlasic pickle, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. breaded and fried, <laughs> rubbery. That stork smoking that cigar—it's just—it was a chicken tender. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, that he decided not let it go to waste. I don't know that that joke makes sense. Anyway, point is. I mean, all I smoke is tendies. <laughs> That's gonna be like a. There'll be like a picture of you, like a glamour pic, and it'll say like all yeah. I smoke is tendies. Like a mall glamour pic. Yeah, like where he's sitting yeah, next to a the chicken strip out my yeah. mouth. Uh, Trails of barbecue sauce going but up. But it was like the tender itself was pretty flavorful, and as far as like it being on heat too, I would be willing to give it a point for like it was decent spice. I wouldn't call uh, for Steve. It might have been too much spice. I love spice. I love spicy food. So uh, again, I would have gone for probably a four had it oh. not been for the canker sore in my mouth. Because um, mm. I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll torture my nice. stomach like that. Wow. So. Uh, even so I was like, so oh, was- all right. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed by this. This is decent. And the other person, uh, that ordered got level three and I asked for a bite. I spent them to cut mm. off a little bit and I was like, Ooh, yeah, that packs a punch. So it gets, it gets hotter, the hotter, the, the more. So blah, 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 blah. would that be a <laughs> flavor point? I would give it a flavor point. Yeah. And I would say that that okay. three, if you like spicy, it's nice. I don't think it's the most amazing hot chicken. But Did the spice have flavor or was it yeah. just more hot? It had a little flavor to it. I wouldn't say that it, okay. I, it's somewhere in the middle. It wasn't just like a, you know, like a whole cup of cayenne pepper thrown it in It just your wasn't torture, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a drier tender. It wasn't as wet yeah. as some other of the Nashville mm-hmm. hot places are, but I will say, like, it, it, with the flavor point, it had a good Nashville flavor, how we always say, like, when the good Nashville places have that flavor where it's not just hot or not just cayenne pepper heat. You can actually, yeah. like, taste, like, seasoning, garlic. Yeah, there was something. some paprika. There was some other stuff going yeah. on in there. It was a nice spice blend. Yeah. I would also give them a size point and an appearance point. They look like a good tender. Yeah, you know? I agree these on those what, as well. These are kind of like what a quintessential yeah. tender looks like. And the slider looked good. So two points it's there, yeah. I think it was we, also a slider that everything. wasn't, um, you know when you get any sandwich, a burger, chicken sandwich, doesn't matter what it is, and like the whatever greens, like if they're putting, you know, let's say a crunchy shredded lettuce or something, and it's like spilling over, but it's gross. That was yeah. not happening. It was nice. It was it was like the, uh, it, it was an together. appropriate amount of everything on there. So they know how to package feel it. Overwhelmed. That's important to me. Yes, it is important to me too. Th- you said there was coleslaw on I, it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it says signature so, Jamaican it, we, coleslaw is what the website yeah. says. Uh, <laughs> we um, we recently did a survey to ask people would they rather have coleslaw when they order tenders or just more fries. What what what, what would you guys say? Mm. I love coleslaw. Do you like the option of having coleslaw? You're a slaw boy? I'm a slaw boy. boy. I would like both. If I could like do a little bit of slaw and fries, that would be ideal. I mean that's what most people that's what most places do. So that was my I would have loved some slaw. I I would I'll hit the double fry option. I think it's just more important to have the option. You should be able to choose. I'm a fifty fifty. I want half the slaw, half the fry. Um, if you give me sixty forty on the fry, I'm not gonna be mad about it. But basically, if it's a fried food option, fried seafood, fried chicken, etc., yeah, I don't want so much starch because otherwise, that's when my yeah. stomach hurts real sure, bad sure, later. Sure. So the coleslaw somehow tricks me into being like, "Look, a vegetable." <laughs> well, seventy-eight percent of voters would like more fries instead of Damn. coleslaw. I believe it. I've never thought coleslaw was the popular. 
Yeah. Coleslaw was never the pretty popular girl. But it's still somehow certainly around. among the tender crowd, you know. She's still invited to the dance. Coleslaw is friends you know? with the popular crew, but Coleslaw yeah. isn't the homecoming queen. Coleslaw's parents are rich. With the homecoming queen. Coleslaw's parents are rich. It sucks, but people keep it around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coleslaw Coleslaw runs the AV squad, so she knows how to get the right, good right, angles right, right, for right. all the big performances right. and she the events. She has value. And, She's also exactly. somebody where, like, when her parents go out of town, she understands how to throw a party that doesn't go over. Yeah. Like, the cops never show up. You know, we and she and she throws good parties. Yeah, yeah. She she splurges because she knows that's her only way of staying. Well, the cops relevant. don't her show up because her parents are rich. These parties. Her brother has a hookup, so like yeah. he can bring kegs. Uh, her brother, in this case, is like a fennel slaw. <laughs> yeah, celery, oh, celery okay. root salad. He go, he goes to the local community college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's she's also a micro influencer. Yeah. <laughs> but her finsta is sad. Damn, I have no idea where the fuck we were in terms of points. Now all I can think about is this coleslaw. Uh, anyway, okay, like, so- juice, juicy appearance. Uh, all, all those points I'm in favor of. Everything about yes. these chicken tenders made me kind of sad that I got them kind of hot because without that, if they were just plain chicken tenders, that's like my favorite food. I would have loved these. Even if they were a little cold, that's on me because mm-hmm. I had them delivered. But for me, it was completely out of their control. What I didn't like about them was just the spiciness. But it's called hot chicks. I'm yeah. going to have to go spicy. How do the two of yours I mean, crunch hold up? In that with the delivery, what's that? How did the crunch hold up for the two of you with delivery? With for at least Eric, because you guys both had um, pretty long delivery times. But I mean, we both picked ours up, and so mine was crispy as fuck because it came direct from a, a fry. Yeah, and I had to run those errands after, but I was coming home certainly within like within a half hour of getting the food. So there was oh damn, no you waited real. Real opportunity for it to be soggy. Like, I called it in. They said it'll be ready in, like, 15 minutes. I had it over there. It sat in my car for, I don't know, let's say another 20-ish. Sure. From, like, pickup to my house. But by the time I ate it, the, the crisp held up. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, I would give mine it Mine was still point. crispy. Uh, usually something like this, you'd start to, if it was getting old, you'd start to see, like, the breading kind of, like, slide off of it. And that never happened. It stayed. Yeah. It stayed crispy for me. Yeah, it stayed fully intact. It was a nice, thick, crunchy breading. It was not soggy at all by the time. It took about an hour to get here, and it was not soggy at all. So I, I would I would back a crunch point. Crunch point. I think, I will say, though, that the, the breading did not stick to my chicken as well. Oh. Like, the, that's to, to your point. I don't know why. It it had like an airiness, like there was there was it wasn't like fully connected, but it didn't. I fall found off, myself having to get like. bear chicken and then scoop up a bunch of breading onto the fork with the bear chicken. Oh, a lot. I had the opposite of that. No, it didn't happen. That did not happen. So, but that could have been because I got it literally. For, I like he handed me the box and I opened it and ate it, so it was hot. Uh, it was. Did you have a good tear? I, I didn't, didn't even get to try tear mine really because I had to because cut it, it was so oily. No. I mean, but it looked like it would it would be a good tear yeah. chicken, right? Did you guys well, tear your chicken? I didn't because of the, the sauce, satisfying but it, tear? It, it looked like it would have. Yeah, I, I yeah. tried to a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> I'm falling apart here. I had <laughs> I have a cut on my thumb, so I started to, and was like, oh, oh. no, don't do that. <laughs> Fork and knife. Uh, I'm just, yeah, my, my body's full of holes. 
<laughs> we really we really set you guys up for failure this week. We're trying to get you food poisoning, destroying you with hot chicken. No, no, that all the all the stuff with my body is my is me being my own walking disaster. <laughs> But it seemed like it had um, a decent tear, so I'd be willing to give it a tear. Yeah, point. let's give it a okay. tear point. And what about chunky meat mouth? I feel like it may be a. I chunky mean, they meat had it was point. fucking great ass big white chicken. Chunky yeah. meat mouth for you is just like basically mouth feel. You know, it's a good, nice, chunky white meat that's like you know yeah. very not sinewy, very not good, gross. very good chunky meat. Teeth mouth, go through sure. it perfectly. Yes, yeah. and no um, exactly. grizzly, which uh, is the yeah. one flavor profile that I can't stand. I can't stand. Yeah. Um, yeah. super chewy or grisly so like particularly fatty meats and particularly chewy seafood I can't deal with it and um, it, it drives me up the wall as far as yeah. mouthfeel goes so when I bit in I went oh okay so none of that's happening it's not like they gave them yeah. a piece of chicken um, I also uh, we should just uh, let's get into sauce sure, corner sure yeah I, it, it, sauce corner is really hard for me because on one hand I really really like this sauce a lot more than any other Nashville hot chicken place because it's mustard based and I understand that that's a huge negative for other people. I really liked it and I want to give it a point for that and I guess I will. However, they broke a massive cardinal cardinal rule by covering the tenders in it. So it's like does that negate how I feel about the sauce? That's like got to be like Eric, how upset are you that it's covered? I don't think I don't, I, as the person who was affected most by this travesty, I will say, I don't think it should negate them the points, but I think they should know. Sure, okay. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, then I would certainly give them a point for this because I love this sauce. Um, Yeah, I mean, if it's a good sauce, then I don't think we need to punish them for giving it to us the wrong way. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. I bet if it would have been, if, if I could have dipped it in, then I bet I'd have a different feeling about mm-hmm. it. But to just be like, because I like mustard, but I I would like a little less mustard than they seem to think I'd want. And don't <laughs> right. make that decision sure, sure, for sure. me. Sure, That's a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like a little less mustard yeah. than they think I'd want. Yeah, like I had a container, uh, like it had, I had a little souffle cup of ketchup for the fries. Yeah. You didn't slather the ketchup all over the fries. <laughs> sure, Why? Right. Because you knew that I wanted to dip. Okay, fair. That's that's a actually. But uh, wow. that being said, it is a good sauce, so I don't think that we should penalize sure. for it being placed the way it was. Well, I only have that one point. It was a decent sauce, and mine came with a little cup of the sauce, I think. So, like in a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah, so mine too. I was able to dip it, and that I preferred to having it like slathered on. The sauce itself was good. I don't know. I guess I, I say give them the point or give them a half point rather than give them the point and then take it back. It feels cruel. Well, I'll give them a point for the sauce. But like normally I would like to give them multiple points for their sauces because they also had ranch and honey and stuff. And I, I, I asked to get it, but they didn't give me it. So I literally the only point that I have for like this entire sauce corner would just be that I like their secret sauce, I think. Oh, if these tenders had honey on them. I know. Forget that's it. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh man, that's a that's a missed opportunity. If I could and have if, chosen, like I would have even had the honey drizzled on them. That yeah, would have been and, great. And if you had an option for like a hot, like you can choose regular honey or hot honey to complement the heat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, baby. Shout out yeah. honey kettle. They know yeah, they got doing. a honey tap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just one point for sauces, I think. 
This episode has gone longer than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, well, you know, so uh, it's been eventful. We're an hour and 22 minutes in over here. People got food um, poisoning. Yeah, two of us yeah, your, roommate, your roommate got sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. There was a lot to unpack here. Plus, Steve and I are chatty uh, cats. For sure. No, yeah, I mean, that's well, that, that's a good thing, though, to, to say that we can do an hour and 20 minutes since in quarantine with people we met an hour and 20 <laughs> right, minutes ago. Yeah. You know, it's great. <laughs> Because uh, all the other episodes have been like 40 minutes. We're like, okay, um, well, nothing else happened since we talked four days ago. So I like cooking. I, I like baking. Go. I like food. I could spend 20 minutes just talking about pickles. So <laughs> you pick somebody who's a food person to discuss. Good. Thing. Yeah, Nadia it's likes perfect. bread and butter. She likes toast and jam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Simple down-home Dolly Parton type. Mm-hmm. It's really Nadia's America. <laughs> um, do we have any other points or anything else we want to add from this experience overall? I have a. I I don't know if I necessarily want to take away a point. <gasps> I don't even know if that's something you do, uh-huh. but I I would like to just real quick before we we go. I uh, I am so sick of. Uh oh. I get it. I get it. Nashville hot chicken's a thing right now, and there's lots of pop-ups, mm-hmm. and it's delicious, and it's great, and we love it. I'm so sick of puns. I'm so sick of everything needing to be hot chicks, mother cluckers. I'm around the block from a hell's chicken. If yeah. you are serious about hot chicken, I think the number one thing you need to, I think the number one thing you need to do is not have a jokey pun as your restaurant name because immediately that makes me think amateur hour fair you're you're worried too much about funny funny titles i can already see it's always i I just i i I hate i hate it and pho places do it too i always hate it when absolutely fabulous i am 100 on board with everything that steve said uh when you think about like the history of nashville hot chicken it comes from princes it's just a name yeah it's just a person's name it's their family yeah it's a family like and uh, Howlin' Rays, one might argue with the Howlin' part, but like, it's... That's not even bad. Rays Howlin' because it's yeah. so good. Yeah, you exactly. Know? <laughs> Dave's Hot Chicken. Guess what it Perfect. is? Perfect. It's chicken, it's hot, and Dave helped. The end. I don't, well, need, the inter- I don't need to thing. hear an Angry Birds pun, particularly when it ends with a Z. <laughs> I just don't. Two, so two things about everything you just said. Two Great points. Dave's actually... Armin is the name of the founder of Dave's, but he didn't want to make it Armin's hot chicken because he didn't think it sounded good. So there actually yeah. is no Dave. <laughs> he just named so it Dave's hot chicken. Dave didn't help. That bastard. No, Figuratively. He He's getting all the credit, though. Uh. Second, Steve, literally, we discussed this last week. Good. We said this last week. We made a decree that we're done with those chicken puns. From this point forward, any new chicken business, any new fried chicken business cannot use chicks, cannot use clucks, cannot no use crispy. chicks. No, Crispy. so glad. I get it. Cluck rhymes with... So it's so funny that you bring it up. Yeah. I also just... would like to put anybody on pause that's going to say birds of a feather or some mm-hmm. other... Uh, something else that is, is avian related. Prey. Get the fuck out. Yeah. There's... Especially like pilots. Ba- I don't eat at prey-based chicken restaurants. That goose that fucked with Sully, he can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that whole thing happened, right? That'd be a good restaurant, Sully's Goose. Yeah. Sully's Geese. Sully. I would it's go to a hot chicken place important. called Sully's Goose. <laughs> Sully's. Yeah, that's a great Sully's one. Busted geese. <laughs> Each one comes in a broken engine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> no one died. It's fine. I know. Um, all right. So then let's wrap up this review of Hot Chicks. They're leaving with 11 points. Oh, oh wait. Fine. What about price? Oh. Again, mine was was pretty high. It was like thirteen fifty for the for the order and five fifty for the extra tender. I, mine was only twelve fifty two total because I picked it up, which was nice in comparison to the other weeks that we've been doing all the delivery. Yeah, mm. same. It was like ten or eleven each or something. So for me, it felt aptly priced. But when I initially looked online to try to order, mm. I was like, "This feels expensive." And then it took me a minute to realize, "Oh, it's the markup." Yeah, this one I I would okay. say price wise it's fine except just like everything else it's like all of a sudden you end up paying twenty seven dollars just to get Wendy's so yeah. you know that's where they're that's where we're losing all of our money. Okay, Michael Nadia, I'll let you decide if uh, you want to give a price point then since oh, you guys got the fuck. It's hard. It's it's honestly it is a it's a really good price it's, for two hot tenders and the. It's also side, comparable, I think, to a major urban city of like what like I wasn't shocked. I wasn't like. What the hell? Like, it, it didn't make me go, this is overpriced. Or, whoa, this is very underpriced. It's priced. It's so hard for me to say. I'd say it's priced. Yeah, I don't want to give it a point. It's priced. Especially since an additional tender is $4. Yeah, I agree. Good. So, so, well, that one bad yeah, you don't reward yeah. someone for being reasonable. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm. Yeah, as, nope. as our American political system has shown. Uh, <laughs> I I do have one hot chicks hot hot yeah. hot, hot debates uh, hot takes Uh-oh. on about hot chicks. Please. My one hot take about hot chicks is the fries that I got were shoestring. Miss mm-hmm. me with that shit. I don't know. Give me a proper fry. Yeah. Shoestring is a child's fry. They were not seasoned. Unless I they were not unless seasoned. I'm, they were soggy. Yeah, unless I'm at In and Out watching. Unless this shoestring was a potato 15 seconds ago. I yeah. never want shoestring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like, you, you could have given me a tot. You could have given me a yeah. crinkle cut, even which I don't love, but I respect. <laughs> it could have been a seasoned fry. It could have been. You could have done so much more with that fry. They should have been a waffle. They should have yeah. been. Well, let's just say it, they should have been a waffle. Yeah, you're right. They should have been Damn. waffle. Yeah. So I almost want to take a point or away just like for that. <laughs> we I we touched on it earlier, but like. The fact that you can get the better than fries poutine tots, but you can't just get tots is crazy. Yeah. I they just, don't even offer it. I would have you can't loved just get plain to tots? tots. I will yeah. always get tots over a shoestring fry. Shoe, yeah. Shoestring. Uh, oh, yeah. Shoestring. Okay. If cold is popular, me, but... shoestring fry is just like that weird girl in the back nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. Shoestring fly <laughs> is the. <laughs> shoestring fries are the coleslaw of the fry world. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it's there and you'll take it if that's all you have, but you know. <laughs> we don't really want it unless it's McDonald's. I will get behind a McDonald's shoestring fry. That's the only Stephen King's They're, they are the shoestring about fry. shoestring fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Hot Chicks is leaving with eleven points. Fair, which is just above average. All right. Sure. Mazel. Would you say this is Tender Friends approved? Would you I go here I again? liked it. I really liked it, and I I would go there again if I was close by it or if it delivered to me. I would go unless I get food poisoning. (laughs) Yeah, keep us updated on that. Yeah, if I get food poisoning, all bets are off. But as it stands right now, (laughs) (laughs) I'm warning you. Yeah, I would. I get food poisoning. Uh, But uh, but as it stands now, uh, I would go again, and I would go for just uh, tenders. I think rather than the slider. Yeah, I would go again to be able to try the tenders actually fully on and like actually eat a full one and see. 
what they're about because I do feel like I liked the, you know, they had a good taste and had a good flavor and the spice was good. Um, there are a lot of good elements to it. I just didn't get enough of it to be able to speak passionately about it. Sure. As I did previous weeks. Sure. But we still managed so. to talk for over an hour. <laughs> That's true. We did get a lot of, uh, a lot of conversation out of this though. I just want to show off my quarantine mustache real quick. Oh, it's great. Oh, wait, get closer to the camera because I got a small phone. That's nice. I like it. Uh, all our roommates shaved and we all got mustaches. I don't know why. And I keep forgetting it's on. <laughs> so I went through a conference call at work today with this on. But they you look dapper. Um, Nadia, Steve, you guys have anything you want to plug? Where can they find uh, the podcast? Uh, you guys can listen to Why Do You Know That on uh, iTunes and wherever else you get your pods. Uh, you can email us with questions at why do you know that pod at gmail.com and then our Twitter and our Instagram are different. Steve, help me out here. It's why um, do you know pod? <laughs> why do you know pod and why do you know that pod? And why do you know that pod is on Instagram and why do you know pod is yes. on Twitter? And new episodes yeah. come out every okay. Wednesday. Awesome. Our yeah. most recent episode was about <laughs> the real life Coco Bongo nightclub. There are four locations. The name may sound familiar because of the name of the nightclub in the mask, and it's sort of kind of. That's what I was going to say. I was like, damn. <laughs> Me and my friend constantly talk about when he goes, eh. It's a real life thing. There's a giant disco and show. It's incredible. I highly encourage everybody to listen to this one. Cameron Diaz is a co owner. What? No, no. I'm just kidding. No, she's okay. a weird. I was like, damn. <laughs> she's not, but, I'm sure uh, she's bad. Laura McGuire joins us to talk about that, and it's great. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, again, big fan of the podcast. Uh, everyone go check thank out you. Why Do They Know That. Uh, why Do You Know That. You can follow us at Tender Friends Pod on Instagram, Tender Friends on Twitter. We will be back next week. Uh, I forget where we're going. Uh, uh, but we have next a, week's Spago? Oh, no, Foster's Freeze. Ooh. No, that's no, it's not. We're out of order. Okay. I don't know what next week is, but <laughs> trust me, it's going to be so fucking good. <laughs> It's going to be such a good episode. You're going to love it. Um, Thank you again for joining us, Nadia and Steve. Uh, We will see you guys next week. Thank you. Thanks. One last thing before we go. Uh, We just want to say that none of us suffered any sort of food poisoning or any sort of stomach issues or bowel issues uh, at the hands of hot chicks. So we cannot confirm nor deny whether they gave my roommate food poisoning, but we can safely say that none of us got it. (laughs) 